You know, not much detail is given about the son of Abraham, who is Isaac. Uh, we know that Abraham was going to sacrifice his son as a uh, sacrifice to God to be faithful. We know about that part. But then when we actually get to the storyline of Isaac, you know, it's like the Bible just kind of zooms right past Isaac, talks about how he had a wife, and talks about that he had a son named Jacob, but it doesn't really dig deeper uh, than that. It's kind of like, it's like Isaac almost had no purpose whatsoever, but we know that this story is in the Bible because Isaac had a purpose. He was not insignificant, but he had a significance. And I think that a lot of people, me, you, we feel like our lives are insignificant to whatever God is doing. And I I wanna I wanna encourage you that your life is not insignificant, but it has a purpose. Even if it's something small, there's still a purpose. Think about this. The Bible passes through Isaac so fast. Gets like one or two chapters dedicated to himself. Talks about, you know, a king that he meets up with. We'll talk about him later on. But Isaac goes down as a as a um, as like a a man after God, as a as a man who wants to serve God. And um just a few things I want to point out like maybe you feel this way maybe you feel like I know I feel this way I feel like God probably can't use me I feel like you know I'm just wasting my time uh, making these Bible studies and just you know I feel like maybe I should be doing business maybe I should be pursuing some other type of uh, career choice or doing something completely other than ministry and I feel that way and I think a lot of people feel that way I, I think a lot of people feel like you know like God used my mom or my dad or God can use the pastor down the street but he's not going to use me and I want to challenge you to think differently to change your point of view and to look at this story a little bit differently and let's see how God used Isaac even if it seems so small God used Isaac the first thing that we can see is that Isaac had a faith Isaac probably got his faith from his father his father Abraham passed down his faith to Isaac as we know Abraham was like crazy about God I mean, this guy was willing to take his son's own life just to honor God. And so uh, that faith, it kind of rubbed off onto Isaac. And we see that when Isaac gets married, his wife cannot have a baby. So Isaac prayed to God. And that shows that he has a faith. Because Isaac is praying to God for who his wife we see also this side of Isaac that he's kind of like his father. He, he's, he starts off scared and um, 
he does the same exact thing that Abraham does. He pimps out his life to Pharaoh. He goes and says, hey, tell them that you're my sister. Just like Abraham did with his wife. Isaac does the same thing. Hey, go tell them that you're my sister because I'm scared. I find it interesting that the same mistake that Abraham makes, his son makes. And maybe he learned that too. Maybe maybe Abraham learned to um, the same mistake from his father. Maybe Abraham also was able to teach his son about God, but he taught him son some not so good habits. So as parents, as we raise kids, you know, be careful what you teach your kids because it might rub off on them and they might make the same mistakes that you made. So it's kind of from a parenting point of view, um, we can learn that as we parent our kids, I don't have kids, but if you do have kids, as we parent our children, we should teach them, yeah, that we made mistakes, we're not perfect, but teach them how to not make the same mistakes. And maybe Abraham could have taught his son that, hey, you know, pimping out your wife, probably not the best thing to do. Despite the downfall and of Isaac, Doing that, God is still faithful, and and um, and God's plan ultimately is not somehow like destroyed because of Isaac's sin and Isaac's fear and failure. And I think that we too, as Christians in the twenty-first century, we can find comfort, peace, and hope, knowing that even though we are not perfect and we are not everything that we should be in the faith we don't necessarily walk with God a hundred percent I mean we're not perfect we believe in that Jesus is perfect and that because he died on the cross for our sin we can find hope and patience and peace and ultimately acceptance so If you do have a Bible, right? I want to encourage you because I mean, this it's a lot of chapters to read, uh, but I'm trying to make these videos short. So you got the sacrifice of Isaac, starting in chapter 22. So Isaac actually shows up early on, right? The birth of Isaac is in uh, chapter 21. And then you got some other like side stories going on. But chapter 22 is the sacrifice of Isaac. And then later on we see Isaac get married. Jacob and Esau, the sons of Isaac, are in chapter 25. And the death of Abraham is in chapter 25 too. But when you get some time, sit down and read these chapters you know read all the way to chapter 27 one thing I want to point out though is something that God told Isaac God told Isaac in chapter in Genesis 26 chapter 26 and verse 23 we can start off 
from there he went up to Bathsheba and the Lord appeared to him that same night and said I am the God of Abraham your father fear not for I am with you and I will bless you and multiply your offspring for my servants Abraham's sake for my servant Abraham's sake I will do these things God tells that to Isaac so Isaac it says so in verse 25 so he built an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there and there Isaac servants so Isaac has servants that dug a well so God appears to Isaac tells Isaac about the covenant that he made with his father Abraham and Isaac's response is to worship God Isaac's response is to worship God later on Isaac has a son two sons Esau Jacob and he just kind of passes on the the torch of the promise to his son Jacob and I mean his story he doesn't really play like a a huge part he prays for his wife and but the one thing that we see is that he's not perfect I mean this guy is gonna pimp out his wife so we know that Isaac is not perfect we know that God has um, come to him and given him this promise told him about the promise that God made with Abraham and now Isaac receives the promise and Isaac he, he just acts like a bridge man he just acts like this bridge guy that just kind of passes the torch to the next generation and hey maybe maybe me and you are not the next Billy Graham we're not the next president of the United States we're not gonna be the next the next manager of the department that you know we work for or the store that we are in or whatever company you're in we're not like the next hotshot we're not the next Abraham Isaac's not the next Abraham Isaac is just Isaac he's just gonna pass on the torch to the next generation and his role though it seems so insignificant it's very significant because it matters of how he's gonna raise his kid how he's going to tell the next generation about God's love and kindness and something we see is that yeah though Isaac had like a faith he believed in God he prayed to God for his wife and and he had this devotion with God and he got the promise with God later on we see that Jacob is actually worshiping other gods so was Isaac actually raising his kid to fear God? I don't know. Most likely not. If I, you know, later on Jacob is worshiping other gods, but we know that Isaac himself was worshiping God. He worshiped God. He built an altar and worshiped God. But did it rub off on the next generation? Or did he just say, "Hey, here's the promise God gave me." take it did he devote his life to making sure the next generation worship God and God only 
that was his mission, I believe. That his mission was to tell the next generation not only about the blessing, but also to teach the next generation about how to worship and honor the God who gave the blessing. So, maybe, maybe you feel so insignificant, right, in the position that you're in right now. I feel so insignificant. I feel like God is never going to use me. I always desire to be at the pulpit of some church. It was a, a life stream that I had. And, you know, the last couple of months, I've been applying for a pastoral position. I've been applying for volunteer positions. And I've been turned down multiple times, every time. I've never been offered any position in ministry. Only to, uh, you know, be an usher. That's like a volunteer thing. Serve requirement for the church but I've never been offered a position to like preach the word of God to encourage God's people and I'm telling you it's discouraging and I have doubts now I really want to be an Abraham I really want to be a Jacob I really want to be a Paul an apostle Paul you know I don't want to be a, an Isaac And a lot of us are thinking, you know, I'm not that important. I'm not that significant. I think Isaac was significant. I think Isaac was very significant. His job was to pass on the, the faith to the next generation, the promise. And our job as Christians are to pass on this gift called salvation of the story of Jesus, the gospel to the next generation. No matter who we are, maybe we're nobody. We're just Mr. Nobody, Mrs. Nobody. Let's go tell somebody about the one who offered everything on a cross to save you and me from our, from everlasting judgment. Let's go. Let's go see God change the world. And you know what? He uses Isaacs. He uses these people who are not the next Abraham or the next Jacob or the next Joseph. But he uses people who are just Isaacs. Are you Isaac? Are you an Isaac of the Christian faith? If you are, your job is to pass down the gospel to the next generation. You have significance. God has a purpose and a plan for your life.